always behave himself and do the homework. Thanks for coming to the Sun of Smiley podcast. My name is Ed Hill, and I am a stand-up comedian and the Sun of Smiley. What you're about to hear are some stories about me, some stories about my dad, and some stories between my dad and I. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to smile. Hello, everybody. You're probably wondering where the hell have you been? I know it's been like two weeks since the last episode, and I sure got something for all of you. So this story is actually going to be two part, mainly because I have an update to a previous story that I told you guys, and this is going to be a brand new story I'm telling that I've never told anybody. So let's get into it. So what I have for you guys is a fever. No, I don't. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um. Here's what's happened. Emma Wong has returned. That's right, return of the Wong. So I got a text message from my brother、um, about a week ago, and he's like, "Emma Wong called me again." I'm like, "Oh my god, this is the best news ever." I don't even know if you guys remember in the previous episode,、um, and. The episode is called Emma Wong. If you can, if you don't remember what it was, it's episode one eighty two. It's about ten episodes ago, where a woman called my brother, identified herself as Emma Wong, and my brother, instead of hanging up on this prank call, talked to this woman for a good hour, and it just went on and on and on and on and on and on and on in the most unhealthy and ineffective way. So Emma Wong called back, and she called back to, I guess, continue the conversation, but my brother. Upon my coaching, has decided not to play the game anymore. So he basically played hardball. He said, "Hey, tell me who you are, or I am not gonna continue this." And apparently, she said her name's Emma, but her last name is not Wong. And then she went on and on on the circular thing again. And my brother just hung up. And then she calls again, third time. Emma Wong does not quit, and she basically says she wants to apologize. For what she did previously, I guess I don't know why she wants to apologize. So my brother is like, "Well, I need you to identify yourself. I don't care about your apology because I don't even know who's apologizing to me." She still refused to identify, and then my brother cut the line like a professional, and she never called back. So what I'm hoping for is the fourth call Emma Wong will actually call me, or when she calls my brother, she hands the phone to me, and then I will become. The new Emma Wong, towards Emma Wong. So that's the update from the Emma Wong episode. What else been going on? The show this Friday,、um, which is tomorrow, comedy in the sunset is sold out. I'm sorry if you haven't got the chance to get tickets. If you got tickets, I will see you at the show. Let's get into this week's story. So this is part one of the story, and I'll do part two in the next episode. This story has to do with love, so and you know love during youth. And since Emma Wong, if you remember Emma Wong calling, was all about you know my brother dating, and he's she's trying to figure out you know you know this person that apparently he likes, whatever it is. I mean, I guess I don't know the details. Everything she said could be a lie, but it was it was love based, romance based. So I thought, hey. When I tell a story from my past, I I haven't really told anybody other than myself what young love looks like, 
So this is a story which I'll title Whitney. So this story happened when I was in first year university. You know, an 18-year-old moron, you know, who's still into Blink-182. I still had hair. I was into the punk stage. And at that time, what was popular wasn't Facebook, wasn't Instagram. None of that stuff existed. Internet was still at a rudimentary stage. So there was Yahoo Messenger. There was MSN Messenger. And there's these chat rooms where you can join on MSN or Yahoo. My go-to was Yahoo. So I was on these Yahoo chat rooms talking to people. And for those who may have never done this, when you're in those chat rooms, the first thing you got to do is you got to go ASL. So A is age, S is sex, and L is location. And then they identify, and then you start chatting, and hopefully it moves on from there. So the movement usually will go from the chat room into like a private chat in the chat room, like a side chat. And then you will exchange um information with each other so you have the private screen name and you can directly message them as they become a contact on your messenger and then mo moving forward then there'll be phone numbers so on and so forth so i was in the chat room and i met this young lady who's my age and her name was whitney and she lived in penticton and so you know the conversation went well we were talking to each other, you know, quite regularly every day. You know, I was learning about her. She's learning about me. And Penticton is about six hours away from, you know, Vancouver. And that's where I was at the time. And of course, to an 18-year-old, you know, kid, that's a long way to go. And for, I mean, for me now, you just hop in the car, drive there and drive back. But back then, it was, it was a long way. And, you know, that was... A long distance relationship you know we we kind of i mean do we really know what we're doing no we're kids however we we started doing this you know mock online dating thing you know we're, we're kind of sharing our liking for each other and you know we're, we're kind of talking about hey what would it be like if we meet and what's it like where you are maybe you can visit me and i can visit you and in the back of my mind, I knew she was never going to visit me because there's no way my parents will go for this. My parents would not even let my friends sleep over because they think they all steal. There was no way that they're going to let a random woman, and in this case, young woman, who I've never met, they never met, travel six hours somehow from Penticton to Vancouver and stay at the house over a period of time so we can get to know each other and do God knows what. So that was never going to happen. I knew that in the back of my mind. If I want to meet this person, I'm going to have to go to her. So, you know, I mean, eventually what we did is we exchanged pictures, you know, so she knows what I look like. I know what she looks like. Um, and then we moved on to the phone. So we started talking to each other on the phone. We know each other's, you know, voices, you know. I mean, at that point, we kind of knew each other quite well. You know, she and you got to remember at that point, there was no... There was no cell phones. It was all landline. So I will call her um, using my landline and sometimes she call me back. I mean, rarely is the case she calls me because, again, my parents answer. And here comes, what the hell are you doing? And Vancouver to Penticton at that time was not local. You know, now there's Canada White calling on your phone. At that time, that's long distance. So I have to buy phone cards to call her. So I remember I have to go to the, you know, the corner store sometimes then spend the money I have either through working 
or through savings and buy these phone cards just to call her. And they're not they're not cheap. I mean, they're about 25 bucks a pop. And they're annoying because you, you got to call in as an operator and you have to redial the number. Sometimes the call would drop or your money runs out and you have to go get another card and recall the person, so on and so forth. And, you know, of course, the landline wasn't private. My parents could pick up any time. They can listen to my conversation. And, you know, that that was the way that we're doing it. But I think through all these difficulties and all these barriers, it just made it more exciting, you know, knowing this girl and, you know, I could easily probably meet a girl around my area. But, hey, this this girl that I like, you know, I find attractive and I have to do all these interesting stuff I've never done before just to get to know her and speak to her. So it gets to a point, you know, at this stage where I realize, you know, we need to see each other. This whole phone and Internet thing is great, but there was no Zoom back then. There was no FaceTime. There's no video chats. This is not going to move our relationship any further. And, you know, of course, at that time I was a kid, so I didn't know what love was. But to me, I was falling in love with her. I was falling in love with this woman um, named Whitney. And and I, I want to see her. I want to see take my relationship to the next level. So never done this before in my life. When did my dad confess the whole thing, saying, hey, this girl I'm talking to on the internet, this is what she looks like, yada, yada, you know, we've been talking like this, and this is who I've been talking to on the phone. You'd be noticed I'm talking on the phone with somebody. Can I go see her? And he asked where, where she lives. I said, well, she lives in Penticton. She lives with her dad. And, you know, I can figure it out. I can, I mean, I was in college, so I say, hey, I'll go, I'll, I'll, take a, I'll take a Greyhound there. I'll take a bus. I'll pay for the bus ticket. I'll go there. I'll book a hotel myself. And I'll stay there. You know exactly where I'm going, the hotel I'm in. I'll call you when I get there. And, you know, and I'll be back at this time. You can drive me to the bus station and you can pick me up. And at that point, I was like, well, this is never going to fly. My dad's going to set me halfway across the province to go meet a woman I've never met. I'm going to get murdered. And to my absolute surprise, my dad said, Sure, you can go if you buy your bus tickets, if you book your hotel, if you call me like you say you would call me, you may go and I'll drive you to the bus station. I'll pick you up at the time and enjoy yourself. And that was just mind blowing because this this is a man who's not even let me have friends over. And I was going to go to Penticton and see the love of my life. So, went online, booked the bus ticket, booked the hotel, and off to Penticton, I went. And what happened? Well, you're going to have to wait till the next episode. And uh, that's it for this episode. And I'll see you very soon, because you're probably going to listen to the second part right away, um, on not a brand new story, on the continuation of a story of being the son of Smiley.